Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about random topics. I'm Kev. And I'm Jack. Let's talk about our pros and cons overpriced gift guide. Yeah, we did the first PNC gift guide last year, just kind of a mixture of things at that point, affordable with a couple more expensive stuff thrown in. This time we decided just for the fun of it to focus only on things that are too expensive, they're overpriced, we're aware of that but still fun to just talk about them. So you already know we're conning the price. It's an easy con, but we're going to have fun with it, and we're still going to give you things we like. We're just going to start with some clothes, then go to accessories, then some other random stuff we may have, and let's start from the bottom up. Let's start from the feet. I'm going to go with some sneakers. You already know. What you got up first? I feel like you would know. It's a shoe I've mentioned. It's one of my favorite shoes that's come out in a while, and I still feel the same about him. Very exclusive, Rip Virgil, and that is the Jordan 4 Off-White. Ooh. It is a women's colorway. It does go up to like size 14 or 15 in women, which is like a 13 or 14 in men. So, would be, hypothetically speaking, able to own this <laughs> shoe right here. It's a Jordan 4. It is all sale white. I don't even know what that color is, but... It is all technically one tone, that weird vintage off cream beige, that Cinnabon icing type color. Big fan of it. Almost gives it that aged look, even though I don't think that's what he was going for. But just that worn out white type color. And then there's the accents, you know, like the little tag that he would put on all his clothes. There's the shoelace imprint on the laces. There's writing somewhere around the shoe. Beautiful shoe, really expensive, price tag, resale, because obviously I can't get it for retail anymore. My size right now going for about, I want to say 16 hundo. Again, we're talking overpriced. Do I think the shoe is worth that? No. Only way I would pay that is if I won the lotto or <laughs> somehow, some way became a millionaire, which I'm not saying it's not possible, but <laughs> come on now. Yeah, I think it's one of the more not underrated, but understated Jordan collabs that Virgil did because besides the air in quotes on the sole, which I'm not crazy about personally, the rest is very minimal and hidden. Like even on the other side of the shoe on the inside, the text that usually shows up in the middle is blocked by like a net type material. And even on the inside of the tongue, it has like the Air Jordan logo upside down and The back also has the Nike Air with the kind of translucent material, which that I really like. But I think these are definitely clean overall, so not mad at that. This is like high-end. I'd still take a bunch of other shoes that aren't as expensive. Even something like the one of the popular shoes coming out soon, like the Lost and Found Jordan 1 Chicago. Like, I would like those. And retail, I could still probably get them for, I don't know what they go for, 180, 200. But resale would probably be like three, four hundred. And even that's kind of expensive. Like, I don't know if I want to pay that. But mm-hmm. for the sake of being really expensive, I went with the Off-White Jordan 4. So I'll say this one first. Not that I really want it, partially because the hype has kind of ruined this series in general for me. But I'll give a shout out to the Pata Air Max 1s, specifically the black colorway. <sighs> I feel like these were almost like a shoe of the year. Not necessarily with the black and white slash gray ones, but with like the turquoise and the red and even the orange, I think it was. 
but the black ones of these stood out the most to me. They're currently reselling for like 300, 350 type range, but I think those, if they didn't have the hype, I probably would have been more interested. I still want to see them in person for that specific colorway. I've just seen people rocking the others, but they are at least different and cool and like worth shouting out, I think, especially since they are arguably the sneaker of the year for just that collab as a series. But instead of picking those, I'll shout out one that we've mentioned once or twice on this podcast before, but the Air Max One Golf, which just have the golf grass kind of material all around it. And these are really hard to find. They don't even sell often on resale platforms because there's a limited amount. But let's say StockX in this instance, last sale, 1200 So yeah, <laughs> not going to happen. But I mean, you're the golfer, but I still like them. Oh, yeah, it's like a shoe that maybe I should have had on my list. And it's crazy because even if it was like slightly cheaper than that, it's an insane price to have for a shoe you know you're going to beat up golf course sand mud grass water like it's not like you can keep a fire i mean technically you can but you most likely no, yeah. won't and it's insane to pay those prices for a shoe like that yeah <laughs> they ended up dropping like one or two others with a similar style i don't know if you saw the 97s mm-hmm. that have like that yeah. grass upper literally like that turf material on the toes it's crazy it's a loud shoe if you want to make a statement on the course or blend into the grass, I guess. You'd wear those? Uh, a super fire. Definitely one of my dream golf shoes. You got any pants on your list? Don't have pants on my list. And I think we've had this convo before where pants, I feel there's not really a lot of variety out there or not as much experimentation with patterns and stuff like that. So I wish there were more, but I didn't really see anything that jumped out to me. Yeah, I mean, just to fill in the gap, I guess, I'll throw something on there. And by no ways am I saying that this picture we're painting is going to match. Like, this outfit we're painting <laughs> will probably go together, but I'll throw it on there. I'll throw in some shorts Okay. that I was really tempted to buy. And they are the ALD, I'm a Leon Dor basketball shorts that they sell. They're like your old school, 1980s, 90s, varsity type mesh basketball shorts the green and yellow ones yeah they had the green they had the yellow with the little logo i think like a navy maybe really like the look they have that short short six inch inseam cut feel i don't even know if that's the actual cut but that's the vibe they gave me i really wanted them but i think they were retailing for like 80 90 bucks for basketball shorts kind of crazy obviously you know after tax shipping who knows yeah throw those on and hey low-key might go with the off-white force Preferably the yellow. I think I was leaning yellow. I've had this likeness for yellow lately. But yeah. Speaking of ALD2, I'll give a quick shout out to this other pair they have on there that are 375 way too expensive. They have this watercolor painted Yankees logo, shape of the state, and a spray paint can and other stuff. Not my favorite pants, just throwing it in there as something as well. I like these. I don't know that I've ever like noticed these while looking through, but... Mm-hmm. I'd wear these too. All right, so now going from the waist up, let's hit the shirts. One that I wanted to mention is from this brand Story MFG. I've been following them on IG for a while and like their style in general. And I came across this one shirt from them called the Greeting Shirt. 
button-up that's mainly turquoise with the sleeves like black and gray, but overall it just has a bunch of patterns on it, different circles and like a paisley type design and other things where it's just very unique and interesting. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. You got anything on the shirt side before we layer up? Yeah, button-up shirt. And this shirt is by Needles and is a line they've been doing for a minute where they fucking cut open a bunch of shirts and make one shirt out of a bunch of other shirts that don't necessarily blend together. <laughs> but I always like the idea. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Looks interesting. Feel like it almost be like a jacket, but you could wear it as a button up. Got the idea or like found it while looking for shirts to go with the concepts air max ones that i got that have all the crazy materials like the bandana Mm -hmm. the denim and ran across this shirt and was like yo this is interesting but didn't want to pull the trigger on it because at the time of me looking i believe it was going for 300 dollars or something around there and again that's before tax and shipping and all that good stuff so it's almost like one main flannel in the very center and then three or four small vertical strips of other ones with the last one on the edge being the same one for like the full sleeve and edge of the shirt before the sleeve Mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. but it's definitely something where i'd need to see it in person or like see you rocking it to get a full opinion because it's hard to fully tell just from the product shot i don't know i could see you pulling it off i feel like you try to hype the boy out a lot i don't know if i could pull it off but thank you and one other that i'll mention real quick is not necessarily one that I'd want to wear, but still would throw in there just to mention, it's one I saw someone wearing at Bodie originally in the store there, and it's from this brand called Our Legacy. It's a button-up shirt. It has a bunch of different colors on it, kind of almost like a watercolor painterly type feel, and it's a little loud or busy. I don't know if I would wear it, but I do like it to look at at least. It's called like the Landscape Daylight Print, And it usually is up for like around $300. I've seen it drop for lower. Just wanted to throw in there because when I saw it in person, it did catch my eye. And I think it's just a little busy for me personally. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I don't think I'd seen it before. It's like a nice high-end short-sleeve fashion meets Crayola (laughs) kid designer painting on a shirt type steez. Not bad at all. I definitely see what you mean even i'm curious about it like i wouldn't even mind owning the shirt but i don't know how often i'd wear it Mm -hmm. but i do like the shirt and that's not a negative thing at all it's just pretty loud like you said and then layering up as far as sweaters and hoodies i guess i'll first start off with a more expensive one and this is one i forget where i saw originally but it caught my eye right away and it's basically this marnie mohair sweater And I actually saw Harrison Bader rocking the zip-up version of one during one of the Yankees press conferences. But this one is just typical sweater, kind of like a crew neck, but with the material, it's a little heftier in a way. But just beautiful colors. Like, I could just stare at that, and it's just very aesthetically pleasing. Like, it has an orange base, and then it has little stripe patterns with green and some pink and a little purple, light blue. It's somehow not super loud. It feels kind of subtle at the same time. So I really like it, but it does cost over a thousand. So I wouldn't hesitate to throw this on my list either. I love the textures of it. 
I feel like you're starting to really mess around with like textures and stuff with clothing, which is super fire. Been into it, and this is a pretty good example of it. I don't think I have a sweater for mine, but I'm gonna go with the jacket. Mm-hmm. And this one specifically, I've been really liking the color yellow lately, even though I don't own much. I mentioned it with the shorts. This is a very similar hue, very similar colorway. And this one is a Stone Island nylon padded jacket a slash a little puffer, light puffer, a la unique low style type puffer. Really light. Stone Island, if you already know the name, is fucking super overpriced for absolutely no reason. <laughs> Looks like every other jacket. However, there's something about it. You know, that nice low patch they throw with the little, uh, what is that, a compass or something? Love the hue, super simple with the black accents, simple. And again, it's something where like, I think it's the name. I don't own anything Stone Island or anything, but I've always liked their outerwear. But yeah, this would be uh, one that I'm not trying to pay a thousand eighteen dollars for, which is also a weird number. Why not make it a thousand? But then I also I live in Southern California where I wouldn't wear this very often. Yeah, it reminds me of this yellow jacket that Frank Ocean has that he's worn before. <laughs> I looked up if it was the same one while you're talking, but it's a different jacket, but similar kind of vibes. And the whole like yellow obsession, I feel like this is a good shade of yellow because it's not like super 100% saturation. It's almost like a sun yellow where it's warmer. It has some orange mixed into it even slightly. Yeah, too. yeah, see that. Will you compare it to like the classic NY taxi or not? Maybe a little warmer than that. Yeah, a little warmer. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for making me actually want it a little bit more with the Frank references. <laughs> I said a sweater. I'll throw in a hoodie here too. There's one that's from Acne as a collab with Off-White. Not sure when this was released exactly and if it was like something Virgil worked on, but cream off-white hoodie with this big graphic taking up a lot of vertical space that's set in the woods. It has like a cartoon drawn bear walking underneath these trees by this fence and it says Acne Studios above it, but it's all like hand drawn and just really nice colors from the green to the brown of the fence and the bear as well. It's a little big in the graphic maybe, but I still feel like it works. Like there's not too much going on, but it is like 450. So not going to be copying it. Just cool to look at though, from an artistic angle. This one's pretty fire. Colors of fire. I think you have a thing right now, like for the Crayola style <laughs> painting, where it's like not super realistic, but the tones and the, the style of the actual print gives me those vibes, mm-hmm. but super dope. As we transition up, also shout out to Acne on their scarves. Always too expensive too, like several hundreds, but really big in size, which I'm not crazy about to wear, although they are supposed to be warm. But I just love the colors and kind of square patterns that they do with them, the checkered setup. They always, or at least on a bunch of them, choose interesting colors that work well together. And even when I see anyone ever wearing it outside, it's like instantly recognizable too. I feel like it's a staple product of theirs at this point. Yeah, just a fun thing to look at. And then I'll just throw in one for hats to finish off at the top for clothes. The one I'm going to mention had a reasonable retail price for just 38 bucks, and it's reselling for like 125 which is too much. But it's a palace hat that has this little turtle logo with the P from palace as the head. 
and it's on this like dark green forest green hat. Part of why I like it is earlier this year I got this other shirt that had a similar design, but it's with the Palace P logo as the head for a bunch of different animals. So I take that shirt over this hat all day anyway because it has a bunch of them, but I do still like this hat just on its own. They call it like a Palace Toonie six panel cap. It's just super clean. That's fire. Palace always has some fire shit. I could have easily thrown that Palace sweater that Vince Staples is wearing in the Magic Music video that says Pal in the front, Ace in the back to spell Palace, Mm. quarter zip or like, I don't know, whatever that's called. Super fucking fire. I think I found it for like three something because I was just reselling and yeah, that's a little steep, but yeah, shout out Palace. Right. Now, just to finish off the fit, you know, you got to throw a little accessory on there Whether, I mean, you mentioned hats and whatnot, but for me, something with a little sparkle, so I'm going to throw something on the neck, on the wrist. <laughs> this time I'm going to throw something on the wrist, wrist, wrist. Frank Ocean, Homer, jewelry, little bracelet. This one specifically, the Sphere Legs bracelet, super fire. I don't know if you've seen it, silver or white gold, whatever it is just linked together to create this beautiful bracelet that I think is super dope. They have two versions of them. The cheapest one goes for a nice 43 hundo, smooth, before tax and insurance and all that good stuff. <laughs> Let's just say five thou to round it up. Yeah, it says cut lab grown diamonds with 16 spheres in total length through diagonal connections with two smaller spheres on each side. Just the description alone sounds like a flex, but can't really hate on much of the jewelry Frank does. I feel like it all looks clean. And now this is two Drake shoutouts in a year as well for wearing a Homer chain on his neck. Obviously, the price is way out of our range, but that's not the point of the episode. So, yeah, not mad at this. While you got that, you know, bracelet on the wrist in this hypothetical scenario, going to bring in a bag for you to carry. Ooh. I'm going to do a, a bag that I've just admired for a while. It's a collaboration between Futura 2000, legendary graffiti artist, with him designing this bag for Comédie Garçon. This could also maybe follow in the stuff you were talking about of what I'm leaning towards as far as more playful, almost kid-like drawings, designs, and stuff. Except with Futura, his kind of artistic tool with all that is more spray paint based, and that comes across a bit in the design. But it still almost blends that kind of watercolor look in a way too, or just painting in general. And it's a pretty colorful bag. And price-wise, I mean, even looking at it on sale on Packer right now, which is one of the few places that has it left, it's on sale for $315. And the starting price was just over $500. So no chance that's happening. But shout out to CDG, always clean. And shout out to Futura, always killing it. This bag has just like stuck with me in my head. This is absolute fire. This is like if the Crayola kid graduated, you know, <laughs> like it's now making high-end art. And this shit works so well. Super fire. The watercolor paint style to it is insane. And now just to get away from like clothing and stuff like that. We're here to talk about my next gift. And that is the... I can't believe I'm even saying this because I kind of don't like this brand at all. <laughs> or the person that runs it. And that is Kith Ooh. Golf Club set. Partnered up with TaylorMade and created a whole bag of clubs. And as much as I love to hate on Ronnie and Kith, they fucking absolutely murdered this set. Details are incredible. 
blacked out clubs with gold accents. Not the biggest fan of gold, but again, how it was put together works pretty well. I would remove all the kith name branding. Like if you throw it <laughs> one time on the clubs, it's cool, but it is small enough or like discreet enough where you don't see it all the time or it doesn't stand out much. It just looks like a pattern from afar. But still, like the detail is insane. You don't often see many people use blacked out clubs, especially with like gold accents and stuff like this. So this is for sure like a statement piece if you're on the course with it, like you'll stand out. You'll catch some eyes for sure. Price wise, if you're wondering, I think when they came out, you had the option to buy everything separately or like maybe you just wanted the driver or the whatever, the irons, but driver, 700 bucks, irons. 1500 so that's like your clubs between three and nine i believe also had wedges which are mostly always sold separately those were 200 dollars each and two putters one weighted one regular for 200 dollars each if you wanted to buy the whole set with the bag everything included all the wedges i think it would hit for about 3400 which is fucking insane damn Believe it or not, there are really expensive clubs. Clubs are really expensive in general. I feel like you could get a really nice professional set for probably like a thousand dollars less. This obviously has a little bit of a upscaling because of the designer aspect and the limited run of them. Beautiful nonetheless. And yeah, this would be a really fire gift to show off on the course. Yeah, I haven't seen this collab at all before. And I also don't see tons of collabs in that space in general at least with a brand like kit that's more you know fashion focused it's easy to see more like clothing stuff you know like on a shirt branded uh, gloves you see a lot of glove collabs or like hats but actual clubs yeah this is somewhat of a big deal at least in the golf community i'm not sure how i feel about the clubs themselves like the black and gold look but it, maybe it's also because like you said that's just not the norm so it kind of stands out in a way that I'm not sure how I feel about yet. I do really like, for example, the gloves that they have, which they have a bunch of different colors for. Gray ones, navy ones, red ones are all clean, even with the little kith branding that they have on those, which is a little more forward than some of the others, but I think they still work and the quality looks good. And on the clubs themselves, like the quality definitely looks up there. Like you, I'm not the biggest fan of kith itself, so that takes away from it, but I wonder if the gold is the issue for me, because I don't hate the black, but I'm not sure how I feel about the gold. Yeah, I could see that, and not even hating on that, because I was also on the fence. I'm not the biggest fan of gold. I feel like it would have looked great just chromed out or silver, mm -hmm. or even if you just fully blacked out and just like matte black or something, I probably would have just gone with that, but I'd be interested. Maybe it's a future colorway or collab. And I guess this is kind of the wild card category of non-clothes, non-typical accessories, and maybe you could call this an accessory in some way, or maybe it's like home goods or something, but some bedding actually from Dusen Dusen, which is this brand I really like, led by this woman, Ellen Van Dusen. She makes all these cool, colorful patterns and everything. And in this case, I want to shout out the bedding stuff because these range from like 200 to 300 or so for basically like a duvet set but she has a bunch of cool patterns and colorways like there's this one that has this water type pattern against like a baby blue this green striped lawn one coming and some others but also 
just a shout out to Doosan, Doosan in general. Some stuff might be a little more priced up than you would normally pay, even for something like a tissue box or garbage can or something, but they're all really fun. Make it more interesting, even for those simpler items. Oh yeah, these are pretty fire. I don't know that I had seen these before. And honestly, just in general, betting, expensive as shit for no reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't be going to Target and having to pay 200 for, like, a fucking duvet or some shit. Yeah. But yeah, these are fire, definitely unique, and the colors are interesting. I like these. And then one last bonus one I'll throw in, too, is this Yin Yang Wave pillow cover from Verloop. And it's 58, so not too crazy, but still a little extra for a pillow cover. But the one I like is this split blue and yellow one almost like a line down the middle except the line is wavy and then with two dots in each corner and i thought it'd just be fun to include as a kind of bonus last one tying to pros and cons and the balance of that too like the idea also gives me the pata vibes from like the air max ones we Mm -hmm. talked about earlier with the waves on the shoe and shit oh yeah that's true i didn't even think about that and just to wrap it up i just feel like saying something at the end like the best gift I guess you could give me that's really expensive and maybe even overpriced. Just give me a Bitcoin, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to be a Bitcoin owner. What's that at right now with the price? It's on sale, bro. It's on sale. It's like at oh. 18, 19 Dow. Damn. You know? It was like 60 before. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bargain right now. But yeah, that's probably, you know, think about the future and something I'll hold, uh, cherish and just build on. You know what I mean? So it's the best gift you could give. Maybe we'll just have to start selling PNC NFTs to make that happen (laughs) (laughs) each episode in nft that's a possibility stay tuned but yeah that wraps it up for this episode of pros and cons i'm kev you can find me at same old kev pretty much everywhere and i'm jack you could find me at jack bloom summer summer with an o on everything you already know less money less problems also we're going to have a link in the show notes with pictures for all the things we mentioned so if you want to see how those all look visually you can peep it there